So, I'm the captain now. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it, only if that means I get to be one of those really shitty admirals that is in every Star Trek series. Because anyone who makes it to admiral is a dickhead every single time. They're either a villain or they get in the way of the heroes. There are no other admirals. Um, I hate to break it to you, but I've got a red shirt in your size, mate. No, um, that's that's fine. Because by by next gen era, red shirt was command. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I should probably explain to the listener, um, my jam is the original series, and I'm not <laughs> a, as, big a fan as, um, as big a fan as Jim, but I, it's something I can sit and watch. I, I leave cool. for like under a minute, and you're already yeah. back on Star Trek. What the <laughs> Sorry. fuck's going on? <laughs> Sorry. Let's, let's get back to America. Captain's Log, Stardate 3275.4. We are beaming down to the surface of Archive of Our Own to review some fan fiction. Joining me is my chief engineer, Commander Nick. I can't hold her, Captain! And my science officer, Ensign Grace. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't Play like along. Star Trek! Oh, please, come on. You and me. We... We, we did Nick's thing, we did your thing, it's my turn. Ah, uh-huh. what do you want me to say? Uh, well, I figured you could do it like the, as always, logical Vulcan science officer and be as deadpan as you usually are, and say, I don't know. But why does Nick outrank me? Because <laughs> he's the favourite. What, am oh, I? Oh, you're a shit captain. <laughs> you're a fucking shit captain. That's all there is to it. Fine, fine. And I'm Captain James, I should probably mention. Oh. So... Just like Kirk, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> exactly. He's a massive tool. So, Grace, what have you been reading? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a funny one, really, because actually it was this author that was when I discovered how eccentric fanfiction can be. And so it's like seeing an old, maybe not friend, an old acquaintance. Back in the day, it's like, you scarred me for life, but these days it's more like, oh, you, you old dog. (laughs) And I'm looking up, cocked up and loaded by America Loves the Cockpit. Make that. Is this a Top Gun fic? This this is a Hetalia fiction. Ah, yeah, Hetalia Axis Powers. Or Axis Powers Hetalia. The pairing in this is America and England. And the warnings include crack, offensive, gross, not politically correct, and gross fail sex. I said gross twice. <laughs> so I so what do you think we can make out of that so far, eh? Um that it's not too far from reality and that England's always up America's ass. Way! I said it. No. I said <laughs> it. But yeah, the tags include US UK, freeform, US UK, UK US even, crack, gun violence, what the fuck, lols, humour, sexual humour. The summary is Nice. 
America feels insecure about his penis size, so he buys a gun to compensate. He wants to show <laughs> England a sexy time, but accidentally shoots himself right before. That's not going to stop him. Crack. US, UK, US. Also, I, does anyone I... remember me? I haven't posted anything in a way too long, but I'm back now. Yay. Warning for my typical stuff. Yay. <laughs> it's good to have you back, you old bastard. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And what about? Oh, is, is this an author you're familiar with? Yeah. Then? So oh. yeah, yeah. I said that right. I said that earlier. Back in the day, like when I was. Oh, first, I, I didn't realize this. When I was first oh. reading fan fiction, I was incredibly naive, and I had all the all the ratings on, so I didn't um, come across anything. But one day, I took the rating off, so I had all of it come down. Because <laughs> yeah, and I ran across. An America and Lithuania fic, which I, I noticed it was getting a bit frisky, so I went out of it. But later, I found uh, one of America Loves the Cockpits ones, which was essentially about England getting fucked by a load of unicorns and things in his back garden, and America just comes across <laughs> it, and he can't see magical creatures, so he doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and it's really, really weird. And oh wow. Jesus Christ! Either way, it mentally scarred me. But so yeah, I was interested. Also, can we just go back to this? Fan you... in the deep end, I guess. Ugh. I think it's really interesting that you were searching, that you've found you found yourself on an explicit fix by accident, and then left it. Like you might have been the only person on the internet who was using age gates properly and avoiding adult content. Yeah, well, that's, that's I, I was, true. I was very straight-laced 17-year-old. And now you meet again. Also, I was very naive. I didn't know what half the words in the summary meant. I was just reading it because I did And I was reading it on my mum's computer as well, which was even oh. worse. And actually, she came in <laughs> and read oh, what I was reading. And if anyone has <gasps> looked up the work known as Garden Ho, then, yeah, as you can imagine... Wow. The relationship with my darling mother changed very significantly that day. <laughs> yeah. She's never oh, trusted bless. me with the internet since. <laughs> no, no, nobody should be trusted with the internet. No. Definitely mm. not America Loves the Cockpit as well. <laughs> oh, no, I... No, definitely. I, I'm sure they're fine. I like I like this um, I like this sort of creative energy that we find on um, archive of our own. Um, so yeah, yeah, keep up the good yeah. work. Why did I nearly say OnlyFans? So we're not looking Chris, at OnlyFans. It could have been worse. Um, America loves loves the cockpit. Also has a fit called Fap Fap Fap. Right. <laughs> so it's probably best your mum didn't walk in on that one. <laughs> She walked in on me reading about a, a bloke, the embodiment of our country, being fucked by a unicorn's horn, James. I think that's pretty well, fucked. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty fucked. But yeah, so I'm familiar okay. with this person's work, and can I just say, they do what they bring you out of your comfort zone quite dramatically, but they do it very well. <laughs> Okay, so it starts off with uh, America and England, and they've got a little motel together, and it's they haven't had sex before, it's their first time, and basically America pulls England's dick out, and then he's suddenly hit with this horrible feeling of an ad... ad he feels too small. He's looking at England's dick going, shit, he's bigger than me. Uh. Like, 
and he's suddenly getting um, self-conscious about his penis size. And he he thinks to himself, oh fuck, I need to get this out out of this situation because England's going to look at my dick and he's going to make fun of me. And uh, so he, he he says, oh, you know, my phone's ringing, my phone's ringing. And he's England's like, I, I, I don't hear anything. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely ringing. And he just like, dives for it. He prints to pick it up and he goes, oh, hello, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dear, that's terrible. And he pauses, pretending like he's hearing Obama talk back to him. And uh, he goes, oh, no, a mass shooting. Oh, God, that's terrible. Yeah, oh, I go immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he goes, oh, you know, England. Oh, it's Obama. I've, I've got to go. And he goes, oh, that's sad. And he's like, yeah, yeah, And he just sort of like, you know, oh, well, you know, we'll rain check it. And he, and he dashes off and then essentially goes, sits in his Toyota Corolla in the dark area of a, of a car park and just wanks himself as he cries. <laughs> So yeah, he's just crying and wanking in a car park. Nick, is this relatable to <laughs> oh. you? Having a cry wank in a Toyota? Oh, to me, um, thinking about how inadequate your penis is. It's, uh, well, saying that, I'll say I'll say no because I've never I've never owned a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> back to yeah. the back to the fan fiction. Um, mm-hmm. So Canada is the more sort of reserved, quiet uh, of the American. Of the Americas, and he he's sort of like, oh, don't you have enough guns? And he goes, oh, what? I have loads of guns, whole closet of them. Why? Because freedom and Second Amendment, bitches. That's why. <laughs> I'll have enough, enough, bro. Never. <laughs> that looks extremely dangerous. What if you shoot your eye out? Who am I, Ralphie from that Christmas movie? Jeez, I'm not an eight-year-old boy anymore. I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just any man. I'm a big, strong, manly man. I have a gun to prove it. You believe me, right? Oh, I just want to shoot something. So, like, oh, calm down, calm down. And then he, and then he goes, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I don't know, inadequate. It's like, well, oh, why? Because you're trillions of dollars in debt, yet still blow your money on pointless, dangerous things like semi-automatic weapons. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's political. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be surprised how, how often, like, slightly uncomfortable subjects crop up in this. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, oh, dear. Either way. Either way, he's like, he's like, oh, Canada, whip your dick out. We look really similar. It's got to be the same size, right? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, that's weird. And it's like, and he, and he tries to, like, talk him down. He's like, it's, it's okay, it's okay. Like, it's not about the size. And America's like, you're, you're lying, but sure, fine. And eventually he's just like, oh, God. Oh, wow. Um, or the extra long buttery cheeseburger. That is literally the name for one of Burger King's burgers. I want to try that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, they mention lots of Americanisms huh. oh. and things. So I've, I ended up having to look up a load just in case anyone wanted to pick them out so like i've got references to lafayette ronald hubbard i've got like animaniac hey i remember the animaniacs uh yeah i've got uh oh looking through my notes and my terrible bad handwriting huh yosemite sam we've just mentioned a christmas story like i've even looked up the dates for half of this shit as well i don't know why 
I've put too much effort into this by the sounds of it. Either way, right, okay. You're doing the person who popped your crack thick cherry justice. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> I was just about to say my favourite line in this skimming through so far is Don't let the EMT people see my you tiny You have gone dick. too far, come <laughs> back. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm skimming through. Let's, I'll Winding back. Okay, so he goes, whoa, you don't need a gun to compensate for your small penis. And he's like, yes, I do. No, really, listen. <laughs> and he's like, well, Canada, your really, your, your touchy-feely gay bullshit has made me feel better. It probably isn't even true, but I don't feel so ashamed anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, says Canada. Or maybe it's the gun that made me feel better. Who knows? Either way, I'm going to try again. Yeah! It's just like my hero, Donald Trump. He has small baby child hands. Look what he's accomplished. Did he look at those tiny nubs at the ends of his arms and sit there and cry? No! He said, I'm going to build towers and hotels and racist walls for fun and run for president. He's a hero among heroes. Also, he has a small dick too. <laughs> at least I got normal sized hands, he says to himself. And kind of just not what. Either way, he texts England back oh, and he's uh, like, sorry about last night, want to try again? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then he's, he's sending him loads of inappropriate emojis and then accidentally sends like a horse and then he panics, but because he's like, oh God, he's going to think I'm into horses or some shit. And then, you know, he's, he's, getting, he's getting panicked trying to text Pat back. And then he's still holding the gun and accidentally shoots like pulls the trigger on it and it just lets off and it ricochets and he gets shot right <laughs> because he's a country he's not actually a person so he's not going to die in this but he gets shot in the torso like i mean he gets shot in the chest abdomen and through his he shoots his eye out and it goes into his brain uh, and, nice. and he's like oh god i've got blood on my iphone I need a bag of dry rice, and Canada's like, "No, nine one one." Oh, and he's like, <sighs> he's passing out, and he's ho Canada's holding America in his arms, and there's it's like Canada, Canada, yes, America, what is it? Do one thing for me, please. Of course, anything. D don't let the EMT people see my tiny dick, and then he kind of passes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear. Either way, he wakes up in the emergency room uh, and he doesn't know where um, where's where am I, where's my gun America, oh god I'm glad you're awake you know and he's like oh god I still I still have time for my date with England, it's only five now you know and he's meeting him at eight around his house and he's like oh no you've got to stay here you still need surgery to take some bullets out and you know you're, you've technically got brain damage because one shot your eye out and went into your brain and he goes, oh yeah, fuck that. And <laughs> he tries to get himself out of hospital. And so, yeah, like, uh, you know, fuck brain damage. And yeah, he manages to get an Uber out of the hospital. Oh, oh no, hang on, there's a good line here. He chased uh, Canada, uh, I saw Canada lean over me. He chased after me, that crafty asshole. How do you expect to go home in your condition? You're disorientated, weak, and your brain isn't even functioning properly. Duh, Uber, you just describe more than half their customers. Hey! <laughs> Either way, he gets home, and he's, he's, he's cleaned up some of the blood. He's, he's, put, he's taken off some of the bandages, which is a pretty fucking stupid idea. And he's just lying in bed, and he waits for England to get up. And England finally gets up the stairs, 
and he sees him and he's like, oh shit, <laughs> what the fuck have you done to yourself? <laughs> you know? And you know, he's, America's downplaying it because he really badly wants sex. He's horny as fuck. And it's just like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's no big deal. And and it is just like, loads of things like, and England just ends up going along with it. He gets talked into it. And he accidentally like brushes some of America's fucking war wounds bullet wounds and he's, he's, he's screaming ah, 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 ah. Uh, no, it's, it's okay it's okay it's okay no, it's all right <laughs> and it's like, oh, jesus christ it it gets real this is where the gross shit starts to come in tenfold because like not only has he got like a really pussy wound going on obviously starting to pass out and go absolutely like do lally from pain and and it's like, okay, yeah, you know what, better just call it here, get you to the hospital. And America's like, no, don't go. And being brain damaged and having only one eye, his coordination, as you can imagine, will be a little bit off. And he pulls England back on him and accidentally slots England's dick into one of his abdominal bullet wounds. Oh, what? Ooh. Yeah. Rating oh, just... for gross, people. G for gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's throwing up all over the place I, as well during that. You know. I mean, it's just. I did not expect that. No. Either. Wait, is England throwing up or America? America's throwing up. He throws up twice. Oh. While still trying. To... So he's not even he's, enjoying he's still it. Try... Oh, he's kind of enjoying it, but I mean, he's. I don't know. He's trying. He's been trying to play that it's all going fine while this is going on, and it's like quite obviously not fine. England's a fucking idiot <laughs> as well because he should have known better. But. <laughs> Yeah. So England, they're both really horrified, looking quite awkward at each other and awkwardly at each other. And America, (laughs) America's not responding as much as he should. And he realises he's passed out. And so it cuts to the hospital where America is once again... been admitted. Because obviously he passed out because England was fucking his fucking bullet wound. So yeah, there we go. Congratulations. Wait, Zero that's the to a hundred. Uh yeah, I was Wow Wow, yeah. I I don't quite know what I can say about that. Do you want me to go into more detail? Because it's written quite I mean it's funny the way it's uh, written, but it's also there, There's a couple bits I was skimming through that I wanna pick out as well. But yeah. So we should probably mention this fic is ten thousand words. We skipped over a lot though. Oh yeah, yeah, there's there's plenty of gold in here. Like it's hilarious. Yeah. There is a lot of gold, um, but yeah, it just went from like zero to eleven, and then they just left it there until the end. It was it was quite. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh dear! It's all it's all written in first person, like by America's point of view as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like I felt my hand try to grab for me, but surprise, I grabbed him back instead and pulled him back down on me. But with shitty vision, I didn't do the best of jobs. When I pulled him on top of me, his dick coincidentally lined up with the open wound in my abdomen and just my luck it slid right in there was a very very uncomfortable silence we both just laid there in pure shock like oh shit what have we done and stared uh, I stared Uh. into his eyes and he stared into my one eye (laughs) Uh, fuck's sake guys have you ever been um listening to somebody's 
story of, say, an injury or like a time they went to hospital and it was really painful and you start getting sort of sympathy pains. <laughs> what, you, yeah. you, are you feeling a dick rubbing up against your <laughs> organs? <laughs> So oh. there's a couple more lighthearted bits I wanted to yeah, mention on, that I found quite funny. So um, there's a bit earlier where they're just flirting with each other and Britain just kind of goes, America, show me your aubergine. <laughs> and America's like, my what? <laughs> your aubergine. Oh, what do you call it here? Eggplant? <laughs> yeah. And then it all came back to me. <laughs> uh... It's a good bit of geographical comedy. Oh, but they they also drop in like a lot of, a lot of weird facts like earlier when he was when he first found out um, uh, England's dick was bigger than his he was he's like I don't I don't get it you know I don't understand why England's is bigger than him because he's three million five hundred thirty seven thousand four hundred forty one square miles versus his. 94,259 yeah. <laughs> square miles. How does that work? <laughs> and he's not I was going to Google it, but I think I trust him. Because he'll never go metric. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there is another bit I also wanted to talk about. Yes. Uh, they finally talk about that America shot his dick off. And America's all kind of sad that England's not going to love him, but England's, or, is that what you're worried about? I don't care about how small your penis is. Oh, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's kind of brief and romantic, and then England exp- explains, like, of course not. What difference does the bottom's dick size matter? <laughs> and there's kind of an awkward pause. It's like, oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. What? Did you think you were going to be topping? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's awkward. <laughs> So, closing thoughts on this? Um. Oh, sorry, no, I just saw another line I quite like. I spread my legs for him. I'm ready. Give me your potato. Potato? <laughs> Shit, wrong food. Eggplant. I meant eggplant. <laughs> I mean, they're both night- nightshade vegetables, okay? Learn yourself some botany bar- and cut my damaged brain some stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, give me your eggplant. Oh, yeah, it's dear. absolutely full of stuff like that. And, you know, I think people should just read it and not have it spoiled. Because there's too yeah. much for us to report in this. It's just... Oh, Definitely. my God. So many funny, stupid little things. So has America Love the Cockpit been redeemed in your eyes for ruining your relationship with your mother? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's... Still on brand for what it is, and now I am prepared <laughs> to reface it. Uh, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm on better better terms with it now than when I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I, see. <laughs> I have my own device to look stuff up on the internet, so without no. using my mum's <laughs> darling computer with her search history. So you know, of yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I might read some more of this to learn more about Grace's childhood. Oh my god, there's so many fics this person's done. It's, it, and they're all really eccentric. 
Like, they are <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it's, uh, everybody loves a bit of crack. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <sighs> cool. Grace, it's your favourite time of the show. Oh, <laughs> so, Grace, oh, guess what? Oh, <laughs> We're covering Star Trek now. Oh, hey, oh, finally. Oh, Moment I've been no. waiting for. Oh. So, Grace, what is your relationship with Star Drum Trek? Roll, please. Guess. Just guess, mate. <laughs> Like, um, you've been a fan since the James oh, T. Kirk up. era, and <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, let's start with Nick. Nick, yes, <laughs> tell me about your relationship with Star Trek. Ah, right. Okay. Um, I like it. Um, I'm not a. I wouldn't call myself like uh, a super fan. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs and who everybody is and how everything works and stuff like that, but it's I find it a pleasant thing to sit and watch um, when it's you know when it's on the TV. I'm I'm a huge fan of the original series um, because it it it, it has yeah. that sort of. Do you have a favourite captain? A favourite captain? Um, yeah. Well, probably Kirk, since I'm a huge fan of the original series. Okay. Um, it it just has that nice sort of. Um, old movie old series quality um where it's a it's a little bit slow paced it's a little bit staid but it's it's just a nice thing to watch it it just you know where you are with star trek you do yeah i've i've been a big fan since i was very little uh, star trek and dogs are who yes. were my two like formative tv shows growing up sort of on my on the old tapes and yeah, I had a lot of fun with them. Yep, exactly. My favourite captain is either Picard or Cisco, depending on my mood. So, yeah, yeah, I I remember from high school you you had a big thing for Picard. He's a good yes, guy. Yes, he's a good guy. Very yeah. strong moral compass. Hmm. That one, Grace. Who's your favourite captain? I think she's left. Um. I think Grace. Yeah, Grace has left. Okay, let's move well, uh, on. That... Don't need her for this episode. Bye, Grace. Well, so uh, that's the show, um, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about the warp scale. So um, <laughs> warp one is just light speed, and warp ten is infinite velocity. <laughs> Three hours later, I was the flagship of the Federation for quite a while uh, before the Excelsior class was eventually released. My personal favourite of shut the... up. Of, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, it's, uh, so, if it's any consolation, Grace, I now have um, I now have an experience of what it feels like to other people when I talk about now. cars. <laughs> have I? I think you said that last episode. Oh, yeah. nuts. Oh, can't we recycle jokes? I mean, everybody knows I'm terribly unfunny anyway, but there we go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. So, I'd like to start our fanfiction deep dive with something a bit different this time, because Star Trek is a very old fandom, as you both know, and I actually have a piece of history right here that I'd like to read the whole thick of, okay. if, you'll, if you'll humor me. It's, it's very short, don't worry. Um, that's basically what this podcast is, just, just the two of us humoring you. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. So, this... Um, 
So this fic comes from a collection published in 1973. The story is called A Trekkie's Tale. Okay. And it begins, Gee, golly, gosh, glorioski, thought Lieutenant Mary Sue as she steps on the bridge of the Enterprise. <gasps> oh my god! Here I am, the youngest lieutenant of the fleet, only 15 and a half years old. Captain Kirk came up to her. Oh, Lieutenant, I love you madly. Will you come to bed with me? Captain, I'm not that kind of girl. You're right, and I respect you for it. Here, take over the ship for a minute, while I go get some coffee for us. Oh, wow, is that... Mr. Spock came over to the bridge. What are you doing in the command seat, Lieutenant? Sorry, Grace, go. What's this? Okay, the name Mary Sue rings a very heavy trope bell. This is the first Mary Sue. Oh, Oh, my God. This is the origin of the term Mary Sue. What? What did you say the date was on this? Nineteen seventy-three. Fuck, that's vintage. Yeah. <laughs> vintage fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And it was originally a parody because the the this it was in a fan magazine and the editor was so sick of reading people's OCs, who were like really good and better than all the other characters, that they wrote this as a parody. Oh about Lieutenant Mary Sue, who is 15, and she's really good at everything, and Kirk loves and her. she gets her way all the time. Okay, wow, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, so this is it. Uh, yeah, I'm... That's actually... Um, I didn't know the the origins of Mary Sue went that far back. But then again, I didn't yeah. know the origins of fanfic went that far back. Yeah. Star Trek's one of the oldest. Wow. I've had my mind blown twice today. Exactly. So, Commander Mary Sue goes on an away mission, and she's one of the only red shirts to return home. Of alive. course she is. Of course. The officers who go down with her get stuck with this disease that's slowly killing them. Mary Sue finds a cure while running the entire ship, and she dies. She dies? Um, yeah, she dies at the end. Oh. She wins... In her honour, she gets the Nobel Peace Prize, the Vulcan Order of Gallantry, and the Tralfman... The Tralfmadorian Order of Good Guyhood. <laughs> and the whole crew are sad, and even to this day, her birthday is a national holiday oh, on the Enterprise. Of course. And that was the tale of Mary Sue. Bloody hell. Lieutenant Mary Sue. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> that was too good for this world. But her legacy lives, her legacy lives on on the Enterprise. Oh, no. Oh. Her le- no, her legacy lives on in both Star Trek fan fiction, all fan fiction, and the actual Star Trek show, because the newest protagonist, Commander Michael Burnham, is the biggest Mary Sue I've ever seen. Oh. <laughs> Terribly written. Not a fan. Oh, dear. That's my hot take for the day. Wow. I thought we were going to yeah. get political. <laughs> well, tough. Um, I found one. Um, uh, it's apparently a cooking show called Star Chef. Oh yeah, cooking. Aid. Okay, yeah, you've you've got to send. Yeah, that and it's it, it sounds like it's a bit like the Great British Bake Off, but with yes. Star Trek characters. It's like apparently they're at the final. The Great Federation about Bake Off. Star, Star Trek bit, but. I like fictional Bake Off, and I have no idea why. It's yeah. it's like um, it's apparently the um, the people in the final are uh, Picard and Catherine Janeway. That's a shame. Ooh. I reckon I reckon Spock did a really good job, but like 
he he did oh, all the shit. measurements perfectly and you know he's making he's making this meringue and it's all going so well or like this i don't know black forest gatto but he did it so well that everyone's like, oh, it lacks love. And he's like, love? What is love? And it's like, and he went out. Didn't have enough love <laughs> yeah. in your in your gatto, I... Spock. Get out. Hey! I can believe that. So Janeway, the fandom has always kind of portrayed Janeway as a bit of a psychopath. Okay. Because of all the captains, she's the one with the highest kill count. And by a long right, way. Right, okay. What's wrong with that? So... Ah, uh, nothing much, but, like, they describe her as Warlord Janeway most of the time, <laughs> so I can see her cooking being... She's she's the Kiyoshi of the Star Trek oh, fandom. Oh, nice, okay. Yeah. What, and she's she's in the Bake Off? And now she's in yeah, the Yeah, and apparently yeah. she's banging Seven of Nine. What? That doesn't surprise what does that me. Mean? Oh, okay. Seven of Nine? I'm, you know what, I'm just going to show you a picture of Seven of Nine, that's probably the fastest. This is why it doesn't surprise you, she is very dreamy. Yeah, so Seven of Nine... Outside universe, they cast her in Voyager because the ratings were low, and they felt like they needed like a blonde in a cat suit. Also, and... seven and nine is a name. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is it gonna? I thought it was a weird. I, I just want to show you her outfit. Um. Nah, she's she's a former Borg. So Grace, um, quick brief, quick detour from from fan fiction. Uh, critique the outfit is going to be a new section we do on this show. And oh, this is no. Seven of Nine Ooh. and her first costume. You know you know how when artists first start drawing and they don't quite know how to draw clothes? This is how it looks. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can believe They don't that. understand that you don't have <laughs> boob pockets. But this outfit has boob pockets and it's a, it's a jumpsuit yeah. turtleneck. What the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honey, those gloves, mmm... <laughs> I know. Oh, she has heels as well of that you can't see she in that does have. shot. Oh, of course. But <laughs> I mean, it is the future, so um, yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, it's the future. Uh, they have a machine on this ship that can create anything they want. She could wear anything, and, she chose and that's what this. they put her in. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I think there was some kind of excuse, like it was designed to like help her become more human. Like, because she's still got nanomachines in her and all that stuff, but... Eh. God's sake. So that's Seven of Nine. I feel as if the the people baking it were like, oh, she's got a massive rack, let's make the most of this. Yeah. Oh, no, dear. that's genuinely it. It is, isn't it? Oh, dear. And not to get too on this, but there is one episode where she wears a, just a normal uniform, and she looks way better. Like she well, just she looks fine in like a normal Federation outfit. Um, have you got a picture? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for it now. <laughs> this really is a sidetrack, uh, isn't it? We're just like yeah, oh, deep down, deep down just... in the archives on your um computer. It's in your homework folder, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it copy it, properly. It? That's her in the normal uniform. Yeah, it's a good look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, Star Chef, what's what are they making? Um, it's apparently they have to make like a really nice coffee. That's the fi- that's the final. Oh, oh so okay. It's a barista sort of take on it. Okay. okay. Janeway's quite big on her coffee. It's quite a fame. That's one of her main character tropes, to be honest. 
Okay, so you yeah. think she's probably going to nail this one. Yeah, like there was an entire episode where they went into a nebula because the replicators couldn't make coffee anymore because they were out of power. So they explore a nebula to get power for the coffee. Okay. Oh, so that's a, that's a thought then. So the whole time everyone's saying, oh, you know, they don't need things because they have a replicator. They do actually need things so, for the replicator. Yeah. Yeah, to make it to make it work, yeah. So that would be the currency. Yeah. Okay, but Janeway's a special case. Because the thing about Voyager is the entire plot is they're lost in deep space. Like, they're mi- millions of light years away from the nearest base to resupply. Okay. So that that's why she was looking for coffee in the nebula. Oh, <laughs> Anyone else would have been fine with it. Like, Picard can order his Earl Grey as often as he likes, but... Janeway's stuck in the own resources. I see. Okay. Sorry, that was a really boring side tangent. <laughs> yeah, it was. I found... I found a Highlander slash Star Trek oh, shit. In generation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Holiday Assassination. Okay. By a mag... Luna Stormwriter. Okay. Bracket. Let's do that. Aristes. By the way, who is Lawexana Trolley? Lawexana Troy Aman- is. Um... And Amanda Dariu. Okay, I'll go through that. So, Lawexana Troy is Counselor Troy's mum, and right. she just shows up every now and again and is just an annoying parent and just winds people up. She's sort of the comic relief character. Okay. And she's got a crush on Picard, and she's always trying to. Right. Okay. And he's always trying to avoid her when possible. That's fair. Like if he hears her on the <laughs> ship, she, he just leaves as best he can. He just takes his tea and he. And he yeah, he off. does his best to avoid her, because. Okay. <laughs> she's like the annoying mother-in-law stereotype, and it's like constantly over-exaggerating and being crude, I suppose. What's Bechdel test pass? Bechdel test. Okay, that's not a Star Trek thing. So the Bechdel test is a writing well, thing. Oh. Uh, it's... Oh, I'm trying to remember the definition. It's it's about women. Bechdel test. That's helpful. Apparently Amanda gets a surprise under the mistletoe, and it's probably Mrs. Troy. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to send a link to that one? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the Bechdel test is you have to have uh, two women talking about something that isn't anything to do with a guy. Is the okay? Is the okay. brief summary? So if ah. the if if you have that in, if if like there's just two women talking about the weather or the cake yes. they made last two night, two women or talk to each other about something that isn't a man. That's the test, right? Is there an opposite where men can't talk about women or men can't talk about men? Uh, I don't know. We can coin that though. Call it the Grace Test. Shut up. Um. <laughs> Or the Gary from Slough test. <laughs> the Gary from Slough test. Yeah, because um, you know, if if there's two if there's two men sort of talking about that sort of thing, you know, like one of them's gonna be like, oh yeah, did you see her at the bar? She's got a cracking rack, and you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the Gary oh, from yeah. Slough test, the builder test. So apparently, Sir Mixalot's <laughs> uh, song "Baby Got Back" passes the Bechdel test. Does it? Yeah. Because of the line, oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. Oh, so it's, it's yeah. yeah, two women exactly. talking about women. All right, okay. Yeah. Wow. Bloody hell. That's amazing. 
I've le- I've had my mind blown a third time. Spock the cock block by into the darkness bones. Let's let's get on this. Um, yeah. Dean Winchester and James T. Kirk. <laughs> Humor crossed by into the darkness bones. Brackets Andrew Garfield is God. Huh. Supernatural Star Trek alternate original series movies. Dean really wants to have sex in Jim's chair. Spock, however, seems to have higher standards of appropriate bridge behaviour. Part one of the cock blocked through time and through space and time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah. lovely name for uh, for uh, for a series of stories. I wonder if it's like all Spock going through space and time going. Stop nope, that. No. Nope. <laughs> Nope, that isn't bridge. That isn't appropriate. That's not appropriate. Yeah, I've <laughs> like the Monty Python sketches. Nope, nope, stop that. Block, it's block. silly. <laughs> Fantastic. That's it's fun. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, sorry. Spark the cock block. I think we're going to lose some clothes for this one to work, Captain. Permission <laughs> bar. What a wonderful way with words. Ah, so that they just go off to his quarters. Part one of the Cock Block Through Space and Time series. Yeah, Part I mean, one, um, I'm sadly. just going to see so, uh, what else is in there. Oh, well, still, when did they write this? Yeah. Oh, 18th I've... of February 2013. Oh, that's Permission a to have sex in your chair, <laughs> sir? So, I have bookmarked that. If it updates, we'll... Oh. Permission granted. <laughs> Permission fucking granted. <laughs> Sorry, could you redo that in the chat there? <laughs> oh, fuck God's sake. Permission to have sex in your chair, sir? Permission, Permission granted. granted. Permission, Permission fucking granted. Fucking granted. Fine, <laughs> oh, Nick. You're our Shatner expert. Am I? Yeah, yeah, you are. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll do my best. A permission granted. Permission <laughs> fucking. Thank you. Granted. Nice. <laughs> Actually, Grace, have you seen William Shatner do Rocket Man? No. <laughs> you should go watch William Shatner do Rocket Man. It's okay. We'll we'll watch that. Yeah, afterwards. we will watch it together. Okay. Afterwards. <laughs> We will hold your hand through this traumatic experience. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> um, I found a Next Generation one. Yeah. It's apparently the Star Trek universes versus Guy Fieri. All right. <laughs> Who's Guy Fieri? He's a TV chef from America. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh yeah, he's the one with the, with the fiery oh, yeah. shirts, isn't he? He's yeah, he's the one. He's, he's the one with the edgy kid shirt. <laughs> okay, send that over. Nice. Is he going to take the card <laughs> to Flavor Town? <laughs> Apparently, this is. Hold on, is it a ship? Are, are no, they, are I think they ba- scrapping because it's part of a series called Guy Fieri versus the World. Let's just see what else is in here. Um. Okay. Okay, oh so. 
the first one is um, Guy Fieri versus um, Rey Mysterio, who was a wrestler. Okay. In well. WWE. Uh, Guy Fieri versus Star Wars. Uh, Guy Fieri versus Star Trek. Guy Fieri versus WWE. <laughs> Guy Fieri. Why is Goku in this fic? I don't know. <laughs> Guy Fieri versus Pokemon. What the? Um, fuck? <laughs> there's t- there's two there's there's two Star Trek sto- uh, stories. Guy Fieri versus the Justice League. Guy Fieri versus Doctor Who. Who's the author? Um, <laughs> We're gonna keep an eye on them. <laughs> right. Well done. Yeah. yeah, Guy Fieri versus the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> this guy has a problem with everyone, doesn't he? FYI. This, this you, is amazing. I know you said versus. They're not fighting in this. What are they doing? It's oh. okay, said Guy. He pulled out a finger and popped it in Picard's ass. How about that? Picard's dick swolled up twice ah! as big and started throbbing in Guy's <laughs> mouth. Whoa. Beverly always mentioned this, but I never wanted to try it. Now I see what I've been missing. Relax, Captain, you're in good hands now. So, essentially, they've got a chef flavour testing their yeah. way through all these fandoms. He's essentially he's, going around. He's banging everyone. Yeah. The Marvel This is Guy Fieri. Yeah. He's, oh my god. <laughs> oh no, no, you're not. I'm done. Hold on. I'm, I'm fucking. Um, <laughs> so Picard's still having sex, and you know what he says? Oh, um, yeah. Make it so, screamed Picard. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Ray Mysterio's also in this. Oh, yeah, I found your stowaway, Ray Mysterio gestured to the back. Darth Insipid, I'd like you to meet Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's yeah. just Guy Fieri versus Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, jeez. That, yeah. That's, that, that's broken me, that has. <laughs> I'm oh, bookmarking this, we're coming fucking, back to them. <laughs> just the fucking, um... Co- yeah. Maybe we'll do we'll a chef special. That, definitely. Because okay. it sounds horrific. Thunderbolt. <laughs> Jim Kirk, boldly coming where no man has come before. Look at the pairing. <laughs> what? <laughs> James T. Kirk and... Pikachu! Oh! <laughs> That's not okay. No, it really isn't. That's bordering on bestiality. It it's, it's by Malteser. So, <laughs> there's, there's puns. Pikachu there can puns. only say his name. Oh, that means he can't puns. consent. That This is not okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so Pikachu in the latest movie can talk. Oh, yeah. Also, he has talked before in, in when they redid it. And they're like, oh, I just want to be your best friend. And all the guys in the cinema were going, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It's grown men oh, jumping out of their seats with their kids going, no, Pikachu can't talk <laughs> in the cinema. <laughs> what happened? Last thing I remember, things are going pretty well. Uh, I, 
I like, I really, really like that um, that people are still that passionate about Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he has, this is the aftermath of Kirk having sex with Pikachu. <laughs> and Pikachu generates his own electricity like a goddamn defibrillator, Bone shouted. Your heart stopped, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Bones is just sick of his shit. Oh, for God's sake. Sure, it might have some... Sure, it might have sort of literally broken his heart, but sex had been electrifying. Yeah, I bet it has. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Christ. Well, I'm glad they didn't go into actual detail. So this is Pride and Logic. Which is like Pride and Prejudice, but Vulcans. <laughs> it is a truth universally acknowledged that a Vulcan in the grip of Ponfar must be in want of a mate. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, is, is this literally just a rewording of Pride and Prejudice um, from... But it's Mr. Darcy's yes, been swapped Mr. Darcy out for Spock. Now Spock. He is, isn't he? Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, this is... is, These are the lines of of the act of actual pride and prejudice. But but they've they've changed it a little bit. They've tweaked it. Oh my fucking god. Promise me that you will at least dance with one young lady... Although it may seem frivolous to you, attending such events and mingling with your colleagues is necessary to advance in your career. My academic record is, and performances should be more than sufficient to secure the necessary promotions for advancement in Starfleet, mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is oh, there's a ball. <laughs> They're going to a ball. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, okay. How long, how long is it? Have a guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, bloody what, hell. What, what, how long? <laughs> nearly a hundred. It's 98,000 yeah, oh, words over 30 chapters. Whew, that's someone's, someone's put some effort into this. Who's done this? Yale Girl 103. Yeah, Yale Girl, yes. Yale Girl 03. Um, yeah, that's commitment. That is oh commitment. Oh my god! So, Pride and Prejudice is ju- is only like thirty thousand words more than is that. It? So it's it's almost as long as the original. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that oh, that is honest great. commitment. I'm that is, very that is impressed. Honest, honest commitment. <laughs> I'd, I'd be tempted to read this for our review, but. It's very long. Yeah, that's that's the that's the only problem. We can't really um, we can't really read it. I don't have time because, <laughs> before yeah, the next episode. That's a re- that's a real shame. That I think we're going to have to come back to that one and maybe do it justice. You can if you want. <laughs> uh, all right, maybe maybe not so much. I've I've read into the next chapter and I think the language has changed. So it's not being as pride and prejudice as original. It's getting a little bit more casual. But that's that's okay. 
quite frank, oh, I'm just, I'm impressed and absolutely, completely confused as to <laughs> why you'd go to so much effort. I guess you'd do oh, what on, you love, on. eh? Do you know, I'm just thinking, does this have the scene where oh, Spock comes out of a leg <laughs> in so. a big shirt? <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's what. Because that that's Pride and Prejudice, Maybe. isn't it? Or I don't it? think it's Pride and. I don't think anyone gets shirtless and wearing Pride and Prejudice. But I haven't watched or read it in a while. The Uchilla clan <laughs> are the descendants of crash-landed Vulcans. <laughs> Two words: Ponfar. I love how the Ponfar is just like. Madara gets screwed okay, by let's biology. Have a, let's leave that one. <laughs> Sasuke believes in logic. <laughs> Peace in my Catra. So a Catra is Peace the soul in, in Vulcans. Well, it's what it's how he comes back in the films. Because they they kill Spock in the second one, and then he gets. Better. Oh right, okay. So. So apparently the tags are it's the best crack, kind. crack treated seriously, alternate universe Star Trek fusion, Vulcan Sasuke, Vulcan Atachi, Vulcan Obito, Vulcan Madara, Madara, yeah. Itachi does what he wants. Sasuke believes in logic. Madara gets screwed. I love the Ponfar is just kind of spread to everything. Oh my lord. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves the Pomfire, it seems. It's yeah, like the yeah, it is. To get them to when the logical, asexual ones yeah. get blowingly <laughs> horny. Like, so horny they'll die if they don't get laid. Oh my the, his attire, particularly the dark blue shirt. Okay, so they're <sighs> explaining that the Ujiha, they wear the blue because it's the Spock science uniform, maybe? God, I don't know. I'm not that big on Naruto, is the thing. I'm not either, I just found it interesting to see it come up. <laughs> so what I've learned is none of the things I said came true in terms of the, if, of the predictions. I think it's just been Kirk Spark, hasn't it? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Where are Kirk and so Bones it is just Mike it's Bob? the big three, like the main protagonists yeah. of the original series. Well, that was the exception rather than the rule, which is a shame because there's plenty of other interesting characters mm. I would have liked to see. But yeah, yeah, yeah it would have been nice see, to have seen some Picard. And as a fellow Yorkshireman, kind of miffed at that. Mm. He he can be just as much a heartthrob as Kirk. Yeah. No Riker either, who I think got round a lot more than Kirk did. Yeah. I'd argue is the more handsome man, but eh. Yeah, there's that Has as this well. Has swayed you on Star Trek, Grace? Are you? Have you been? Have no. you seen anything that's okay? Never mind. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nick, anything? Any other closing thoughts? I wouldn't mind going back and reading that Pride and Prejudice one. I think you should. <laughs> yeah. But this is but this is the problem. I'd have to read Pride and Prejudice beforehand to actually understand whether it's a, a decent, um, like a decent. I don't know what you want to call it. Like a, a, adaptation. Um, 
a homage, a parody, mm. a pastiche, <laughs> uh, lots of other fancy sounding words that are a bit beyond me, but yeah. So, have you just been waiting for an excuse to read Pride and Prejudice all this time, and now this is sort <laughs> of making you want to do it? <laughs> Well, the thing is, they, they do say that you should read the classics, and last time I checked, apparently Pride and Prejudice is one of the classics. Yeah. yeah. So you should. Don't so... let, don't let um, stereotypes prevent you from doing what you love. Yep, I, I too could be a fat northern bloke, stood on a, well, sat on a station platform, train spotting while reading Pride and Prejudice. Or you could stand on a mountain wearing a billowy shirt, being... Sad about <laughs> sitting there brooding, yeah. or whatever it is they do in those books. We should probably do Pride and Prejudice as an episode at some point. No. Yeah, that, that'll give me another excuse to read it, I guess. Oh, no. But until then, I mean, we have something special planned for next episode as we come into October. <gasps> oh, so. yes. Join us then. Our Halloween spooktacular mm. special. Oh, the spooky specials. Yeah. And we'll probably wear our billowy shirts for that, because vampires often wear yeah. billowy shirts. So, yeah. Oh, oh no. It's going to be a bloody good Ooh. time. I think it's just going to be <laughs> horrific. Ooh. As it always is. <laughs> so, join us next time. See you then. Well... If I keep dare. saying, see, if you dare, yes. Ooh. <laughs> I need to stop saying, it's see, the Halloween special. It's got to be done. Listeners. <laughs> Every time. See you then. Ignore the cameras in the corner of the room. <laughs> Good night. Dance, monkey, dance. Okay, let's <laughs> let's stop recording. <laughs>